ministry of Bishop Eddie Fabian edifies, exhorts, and comforts as God confirms his word with accompanying miracles, signs, and wonders. Bishop Eddie Fabian pastors the Christ Our Savior Cathedral of the megachurch of Wasi, off the Nanavongo Road. His weekly Sunday services and turning point services on Friday are streamed live on Facebook and have blessed many lives. He is also a seasoned counselor God uses immensely to repair shattered relationships. You are about to experience the manifest presence of God. Now, here's the Bishop Eddie Fabian. Yeah, some are coming in Fugu, some are coming in Kente. Some are coming in Jokoto. <laughs> so I don't know where you are coming from. How's the next person? Where, where will you be coming from? Where will you be coming from? What did they say? America. America. I hear now Kumasi, they call it Kumerica. Kumerica. What a shock. Kumerica. Hey. I see. Anyway, hey, but wherever you're coming from, let's come dressed nicely. I believe it's going to be a blessing. I will take pictures. We'll take a lot of pictures. Amen. So make sure that you are part of it. Rain, somebody said rain or weather. Somebody, I heard somebody say rain or weather. You have to try and come. So, rain or weather. <laughs> and then also, the first Sunday of October is our Anna Your Prophet Sunday. Wow. Hallelujah. So, Amen. All of us are going to bring a special offering for our prophet and our father, Bishop Dagwood Mills. Find a good offering, put it in an envelope, write on it, my pro honoring my prophet, and then you bring it. Then we'll take it and give it to him. If you have a letter to him, like, oh, the flow services have been a blessing to me. I want to say thank you, Prophet, for having it. Write the letter. We'll put it in. We'll send it to him. Yeah, I think it's been a blessing to us. Yeah, it's a good place to put your hands together. You and I will agree that this COVID season... If it hasn't been for these prayers, I mean, some of us would have given up by now. So, I believe that it's in order for us to honor him. So, that is going to be October, the first Sunday of October. And it's just about two weeks away, so start preparing. I heard Pastor David say October is far. It's not far at all. It's just two weeks. October <laughs> Put something down. Amen. Alright. So that is why our memory verse for today is, is telling us about honoring the prophet that God has given to us. Alright. So let's all take our memory verse. Can we see it? It looks very small. Or is there a way you can enlarge it? Or no way? 
All right. Okay. So, um, let's see. Well, let's take it together. Ready, go. Mark, Mark chapter, chapter 6, six, verse 4 and 5. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, and among his own kin, and in his own house. Now, he could do no mighty work there, except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. Mark chapter 6, verse 4 and 5. Powerful. Powerful. When we don't honor the prophet, he cannot do much for us. We need to honor him so that the blessing, the, the healing, the miracles that God has given to him will also partake of it. Amen. Can we take it one more time? Just one more time. Ready, go. Mark, Mark chapter, chapter 6, six verse, verse 4 and 5. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, and among his own kin, and in his own house, mercy. Now he could do no mighty work there, except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. May it not be that in his own house he is not honored. It should not be so at all. Hallelujah. Amen. Tonight, lift, today, lift up your hands and ask God to speak to you. As we come before the Lord today, I believe that God has a word for somebody. Pray that God will speak to you. Pray that God will touch you. Pray that your life will not be the same again. Father, we thank you. We bless you today. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Have your way in our midst. Touch every life. Speak to every heart, O oh God. We bless you. We thank you. We give you all the glory in the name of Jesus Christ. And somebody shouted, Amen. God bless you. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Well, this month, um, which we have dubbed September to deliver, we've also uh, given the book, Can't You Do Just a Little Bit More? Hallelujah. Amen. As the book of the season. Yeah. And I was telling you last week that sometimes when you want to give birth, not sometimes, if you want to give birth, you must be prepared to do a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I was telling you how my wife was giving birth and she had gone through a long period of labor. And the time had come, the baby's head was coming. But she needed to push a little bit more so that the baby will come. And that was it. Wow. Now, Bishop Treacher said, Yeah. So for many of us, I feel that your miracle, the head of the miracle is showing somewhere. You just need to push a little bit more and your miracle will be coming. Amen. I thought somebody was going to shout amen. 
Amen. You move a prayer one century, you know. I be pure walking tickets in there. So who poor more than Nanka? Who me when Nina go and him kakra? Send your prayer one century, you bet me a pure. Amen. Amen. So some of you were asking for the books last time, so we managed to get a few copies. Uh, if you need a copy, you can wave your hand. It's going for fifty Ghana cedis. Yeah. Can somebody help me? Yeah. You need a copy. fifty cedis. Pastor David, you need a copy. Fifty cedis. Fifty Ghana cedis. We just got a few copies from Accra yesterday. I have to stage. Okay, come for it. And then, you need to. Is that what you said? Okay. It just got finished. Mercy. <laughs> so after service, uh, we'll get the money from you so that we don't delay. Okay. I didn't know that you were going to buy that this thing. I would have ordered for more. Anyway. Now, but uh, is there anybody else you need you need a copy so that we can see what the uh, very, very important. All right. So um, now in this book, Bishop talks about doing a little bit more than what you normally do. You know, for instance, this morning, as the rain is coming, the normal natural thing that you would do is to just sit at home and say, listen, it's raining. I mean, why bother myself and go to church? But for a serious Christian who wants to bear fruits, you need to do a little bit more by rising up and say, rain or no rain, I am going to church. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 And last week we started talking about some people who did a little bit more and they were blessed by doing a little bit more. And those who didn't do also didn't receive the blessing that they should have received. So somebody like King Joash, the king of Israel, he didn't do a little bit more. When the Bible says that um, the prophet Elisha told him to strike the ground with the arrow. And he struck the ground three times. And the prophet said, because he has struck three times, you only have victory three times. But you should have struck five or six more. And we also saw Cain in the Bible. Who didn't do more? His brother Abel rather did more because God has said, this is the type of sacrifice I need. So he went an extra mile to get the sacrifice God needed. But Cain said, I don't care. This is what I have. Vegetables. If he doesn't like it, he should go somewhere. Yeah. 
Onu ye ne se ne ope na wanye nshira. Yeah. So many of us we say, like, "Oh God, take it like that." I mean, I can't wake up and pray. I, I can't read my Bible. This is what I can do. Take it like that way. But that is not how God expects you to go and do a little bit. Na yebu pe pray san yetiye katre nyame sa meet me sorry anapahema emompaye nyame odi efandesa debi ese ukun hona ukoweni eye bika hon enumu na obenyanshira. Hallelujah. Amen. And then we also talked about people like John. Who even wrote a bit more? He went further to write things that other the other disciples didn't write in the Bible. That is why today we know that John one the Bible says that in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. We know it. We know it because John wrote it. Okay, John one was if it has seen a seminar on a seminar in Yamina, seminar in Yamina. John, Troy, one trunk, I mean, if John didn't write John 1 12, 11 and 12, John 1 11 and 12, that he came to his own, his own did not receive him, but as many as received him, to them gave him power to become the sons of God. Nobody wrote it, only John wrote it. Say, John and George, John 1 11 and 12, say, I don't know what you need, you know, or what you mean, so many of them are. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Nobody wrote it. Only John wrote it. If John had not written it, by now you will not be saved. Yeah. There are so many things that John wrote that nobody wrote. Even the miracles that Jesus did, like the man at the pool of Bethesda. I don't know why nobody wrote it. Only John wrote that miracle. But it was a very powerful miracle. Yeah. The raising of Lazarus from the dead. I don't know why nobody wrote it. Very powerful, powerful, somebody dead and raised from the dead. Nobody wrote it. If John had not done a little bit more, today we didn't know that uh, uh, Lazarus was raised from the dead. Yeah, because we brand new Lazarus. I probably will be aware who and Nami and San Ami and Yan and John Penetroy, one trunk, I mean, oh, San Centrinica, you knew him, Debia. Yeah. So there are many things, even the turning of water to wine. Only John wrote it. They were all there. They tasted the wine. I don't know whether after tasting the wine, they forgot about it or what. But the wine was powerful. That It was recorded that it was the best wine at the occasion. Jesus turned the water to wine. Nobody wrote anything about it. Only John wrote about it. John Penetroy. So you will not know the difference that your little bit more will make in life if you should do it. I pray Amen. that you will do a little bit more. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Somebody like Luke in the Bible, he also wrote a lot of things that nobody else wrote. I don't know why. <laughs> and in fact, the things he wrote 
We learn a lot from them. If you read all the things that Luke wrote, we learned a lot in life from the things that Luke wrote. In Luke chapter 1, verse 1 to verse 4, look at what he said when he was beginning. He said, For as much as many have taken in hand to set forth in order a declaration of those things which are most surely believed among us, verse 2, even as they delivered unto us from the beginning, they were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word. This, this, Luke was not there with them, but he also received information. Then he said, It seemed good to me also. <laughs> it seemed good to me also. Having had perfect understanding of all things from the very first to also write something small to also write something small tell somebody do something small yeah he said when I look at the thing I think it makes sense that me too I can ask yeah and if you had not done it today we would not have known a whole lot of things one of the things he talked about was the story of the good samaritan good samaritan only luke wrote that story nobody said anything about the good samaritan good samaritan he taught us how when you see somebody dying you help he said the levites got there he passed the priest passed. All the people passed. But this good Samaritan, when he got there, he helped this man. And God is saying that we should also do the same thing because that is your neighbor. Amen. He was the one who brought the teaching on importunity. Another word is anadea, importunity. Yes, we learned about how if you need something and you are going, even if the person is your friend, still don't just think that he will give it to you. You must keep knocking and knocking and knocking and knocking and knocking. The person will open the door and give you the thing. <laughs> He said the man would say to him, though he will not rise and give him, but because, not because he's his friend, but because of his importunity, 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 importunity. Hey! Wow. So he was teaching us about prayer. That when we are also asking God for something, we shouldn't stop. We must keep pressing. Maybe that's why you haven't given birth to your miracles. But I see you also doing a little Amen. bit more. You receive your miracle. Amen. Yeah. He talked about the rich fool in Luke chapter 12 who said that he had built, he had gotten a lot of things, he had built barns and all that. Now he's going to store the things and relax and enjoy. He will say to his soul, my soul, you have done well, relax. Hey. 
Yeah. The Lord said, You fool. <laughs> Nobody wrote about it. Only Luke wrote about it. I like the way my mother said. My mother used to say this story when I was young. She would always be saying, Say so he likes the way his mother used to put it yeah. when they were young. That I've you never fool. forgotten it. She would say, <laughs> That's what the Lord said to the man. That's you, you, think that, you think that you own your life. He said, This night I'm going to take your life from you. Nobody told us about it. Only Luke. If we had not read this thing from Luke, you'll be living your life anyhow, thinking that you are rich, you have money, take your time and enjoy the money. Eh. What do they say? Adaka Boshe. Something like that. He said, You you see. You just said that you see something. And you are not a tray, and come in, and Kayen too young for it. And say, We can you imagine if Luke had not written this thing? Another thing he wrote was in Luke chapter 13 when he talked about the fig tree where uh, the, the owner of the fig tree went to look for fruits on the fig tree. And he said three years he couldn't find any fruit. And he said cut it. Cut it down. And Luke was telling us that that's how God comes to look at your life every day. Wow. And some of us, you have been Christian for three years, ten years, wow. fifteen years, no fruit to show. Hey, hey, may the Lord not cut your life down. Amen. Now, say, say, Amen. He is the same person who told us in Luke 14 about this uh, man who was having a wedding. Now, uh, Luke. And somebody went for the wedding. And when he went, he went to sit somewhere, shouldn't sit. And they came to sack him from the place. <laughs> and, and he said that, listen, when you go to any wedding, you go to any program, go and sit somewhere low. So that later, if they feel that you should come up, they will come and call you to go up. Luke 14 on a chase a branch be called Punubiase, a branch a guy or quiet or cotton up, Punity or to one you can say, Hey, Massa, cottonetry, and not say, I say, Uko baby, a cottonetry, now your friend will bet any man, now you're in Munyamsha, where are this young dear Pamamino? I tell you, Luke's things that he wrote there, it's very important for life. I remember one time I went for a wedding, I knew the person who was having the wedding, and uh, I was also a bishop, I've come, but I said. Don't go with any whatever assumptions. I just went to sit down at the back because I remembered what Luke has said. Wow. And I sat there at the back. So I was there. And said, people came. So, oh, Bishop, Bishop, please come, come, come. And they escorted wow. me to the front. And I went to sit in front. And a Bishop Tetra Muno said, Oh, Copnubia said, No, Coyano, no, you Bishop dear. And so, one family on Tunic said, Ah, make what's not Punity. Some of us we are too known. 
You haven't read from Luke. That's why. You go to a place, then you assume that <laughs> I should be the head of the table. You go and sit there. They will say, hey, brah, come, come, come. You see, in front of everybody, you'll be disgraced. Yeah. So just go and sit at a low place. And when they say, ah, you deserve to come up, they will come and call you and take you up. Somebody clap for Luke. Clap for Luke. Yeah. He's the same person who talked about when you are building a house, uh, Luke 14, when you are going for a war, you need to check whether you have enough money. Don't go and be announcing that you want to build something that you don't have the money to build. Look, look a little bit more. That's why today we read this book, otherwise, we will not have read it. Yeah. He, gave, he gave the teaching on the lost sheep and the lost coin and the prodigal son. He is the one who wow. gave all these stories. Nobody wow. wrote anything. Wow. Yeah. He said, all these people they forgot about what they had and they went to look for that which was lost and he was showing us that as a church we must not just be interested in ourselves as we sit here and a lot of people are not coming to church we must go and look for them and make sure that they also come to church Amen. I thought somebody was going to put your hands together yeah. Yeah. In Luke 16, he talked about the, 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 the unjust servant who was taking care of somebody's thing. But the Bible says that he was misusing the things. And one day the man said, come, come and give account. And he was telling us that one day you will also give account to God the way you are living your life. One day, even small corona, some of us couldn't handle it. Then you are standing before God. Hmm. I don't know how it's going to be like. Oh, no, yeah. He is the same person who talked about Lazarus and the rich man in hell. Nobody talked about it. That rich people, they go to hell if they don't look for God. Because rich people hardly will a rich man enter into the kingdom of God. And so he's saying and speaking to rich people that there is one rich man there and it means that there are a lot more rich people there. Yeah. And that rich man is making announcement that they should go and tell everybody in the whole of Obuasi that they shouldn't come to hell. Hey, hey. Yeah. And that story is true. Jesus said a true story. What he was saying was Lazarus was a person and then dives also. That's the name of the, the rich man. He was also in hell. So it's like there are people in hell. Hell is real and heaven is real. Yeah. 
Papi Prina Kobun Samjem, Pun Samjem Woho, or Shrai Memusu Woho, Senon Sopa. Yeah, he's the same person who talked about the, the, the story of the proud, uh, what, Rasi, who was praying when he came to church and said, Lord, me, I am not a sinner like these people. They are sinners. Me, I am this. I pay my tithe. I do this. I do that. But he said, the sinner came to stand there and said, Lord, forgive me. I am a sinner. I don't deserve to be here. Bible says that that one went home more justified than the Samaritan who came oh, to post. Hey! Clap for Luke. Clap for Luke. And Luke who a trophy. And Pharisee. As I saw, be our quadra when you say, Our pompire, name Pinea, and a good year, or some mementes are branded in a way. Now, so you are yet the money boss, a ruddy woman mopo, meaning some and some fatter, trust them as all look of fear, one ra, Yancopon, none any agenda. Amen. If Luke had not written this, we would have all come to church feeling very good about ourselves. And when you pray, you talk to God as if you are whatever. But now we have realized that it's those who come to church and tell God I am sorry God forgive me those are the people who go back home more justified wow. amen amen well today because our time is fast spent many of you came very late so our time is really fast spent I just want to give you one more and I want us to talk about Noah. Noah. Somebody say Noah. Kase Noah. Noah. How many of you know Noah? How many don't Papa know Noah? Noah? You have not heard about Noah. Papa Noah and Okay. So when you read the Bible in Second Peter chapter two, verse four to verse five. Second Peter chapter two, verse four to verse five. It says that for if God spared not the angels that sinned but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment and spared not the old world but saved Noah the eighth person a preacher of righteousness bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly wow wow now we see Noah who also would have perished but he did a little bit more which changed the story for him. And I believe that you and I can learn something from Noah because he lived in a time which is looking like our own. A time that there was a flood and we too we are in a time that is a pandemic we can learn something from noah amen three powerful things happened to noah number one he was spared he was spared he said god spared not the angels but he noah was spared may you be spared when people are dying, you will not die. In the name of Jesus. In the midst of this pandemic, as people are dying, God will spare your life. Yeah. Genesis chapter 6 and verse 6. Look at it. It was a very wild season. And God was not happy with the world. He said, 
God said it repented him. In other words, he regretted that he had made man on the earth and he grieved him at his heart. May God never ever say that he regretted bringing you to this earth. You can be some way. You don't do much. You don't do a little bit more. You are just there and God will say, I regretted that I made this one a born again Christian. It repented God. So verse 7, the Bible says that God took a plan. He took a decision. And God said, I'm going to destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth. Both man and beast and the creeping thing and all the things that I have made, I'm going to destroy all of them. But I like verse 8. It said, But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Hallelujah. I see you finding grace in the sight of the Lord. Yeah. Even though God was going to destroy everybody, Noah was exempted. He found grace. Because he was somebody who did a little bit more. Another thing we see is that the Bible says that he was delivered from chains of darkness because he said in 2 Peter 2, 4 and 5 it says that the people who were they were not delivered from chains of darkness. He would have also joined them. Yeah. And number three, he was saved from the flood that was on the earth. Bringing in the flood of the ungodly, Noah was delivered. I see God delivering you from every flood that is coming. Flood of coronavirus, you shall be delivered in the name of Jesus. Whatever flood it is, God will deliver you. I said, I see God delivering you. But what did he do that made God deliver him? He did a little bit more. Yeah. The first thing he did was that he built a boat. <laughs> yeah. He built a boat. Hebrews chapter 11. Is it verse 7? Or so the Bible says that Noah built an ark, he built something to the saving of his household. By faith, Noah, being one of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house. When you hear the word of the Lord, when you hear warnings from God's word, what do you do with it? Do you move with fear to prepare something, to build something, or you just live your life the way you are? Noah was not like that. He said, listen, I have done so many things, but let me do a little bit more. And God delivered him. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> The Bible says that he was a preacher of righteousness. Second yeah. Peter chapter 2, verse 4 and 5. He said, Noah was a preacher of righteousness. 
What else does he need again? But God always wanted a little bit more. You may be a preacher of righteousness. You may be a bishop. You may be a pastor. You may be a leader of a very big organization. God is always still looking for a little bit more. A little bit more. A little bit more. A little bit. Yeah. You know how sometimes when people become Christians and then we become this thing, we feel like, oh, we are, we are now, we are not young Christians anymore. Some of these things, you know. Uh, hey! Oh, dear, I say, people be Christo, for be a Christo, if I say, fear nine, fear numbi, now you're here because you're here in Kalanidia. Hey, oh, mama, buying tot of everyone in a year, sadly, we, yeah, yeah, koyenim, yeah, macho. Some of us, we have stopped doing evangelism. Some of us, we have stopped doing evangelism. Hey, we have stopped fasting. It's for the young people. And you know, when you gave your life to Christ, you used to do fasting. You will fast and pray. Today you have stopped because you have become some uh, whatever Christian. My foot sometimes Christian. I don't know what you have become. Noah, a preacher of righteousness. Are you a preacher of righteousness? Preaching, preaching, preaching righteousness. This man was preaching righteousness, but even he, God demanded a little bit more from him. He said, I want you to build a boat. I want you to build a boat. I want you to build an ark. I want you to do something more. I want you to do something more. And God was very pleased with him because of that thing he did. What are you also building? Some of us, God is asking you, build a basenta. God is asking you, build a home cell. Help to build the house of God. Do something in the house of God. What are you building? What are you building? Just a little bit more. I mean, sometimes you may not be able to do certain things, but at least you can give something to support for the thing to be done. You are not even supporting Ben MP. You don't support anything. How are you building? What are you building? Yeah. Yeah. You just sit in the church and you don't join anything. Join to build the choir. Join to build the instrumentalist. Join to build the media team. Join to build the Aquaba ladies. Join to build the airport stars. Join to build something for God. Amen. That is why God liked Noah. He built the ark. And I'm sure it looked very stupid at that time. There is no water anywhere. You are building a boat, a big boat. Where are you taking it to? I will say, ah, now what's she in a wool pummy? Yes, 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 yes,
And for many of us, our Christian life looks funny. When we are going to church, every Sunday you are going. Saturday you are going for rehearsal. Next time you are going for this, you are building something for God. You look funny to people. What, what is this guy doing? You will be Christian. You evangelism. Even you yourself cry, you wonder that, ah, what am I doing? How many it, it has occurred to you before? Has he occurred to you before? Yeah, I am number one. Some of you, you made yourself like angels. You don't know anything. This thing that we are doing, cry, one day will it matter? Maggie, has it occurred to you before? It's like this whole thing we are doing every day. Prayer. Hey! 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 Has it occurred to you before? About trim that. It looks funny. Sometimes when you are speaking in tongues, sometimes when you stop, you say, Namikura. What? And then Namike. What? 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 But that is what pleases God. That is what pleases God. That is what pleases God. Number two, because my time is up. You came very late. He did a little bit, a little bit more by catching animals. Hey. Sometimes when you are doing the work of God eh? You look like some very oh, what is this guy? He was catching animals. He was going to catch rats. Then he went to catch lizards. Then he catch this. Members were animals. But you see, it's the same thing. When you also have built a basenta in your area. And you are going around calling a wee smokers, drug addicts, homosexuals, prostitutes, and bringing them to your basenta. You are catching animals. And oh, I don't know what I'm preaching to somebody here. May you be somebody who will catch people into the house of God. Build the basenta. Build the choir and catch people and bring them in there. God was happy with Noah. You see, catching a live animal is different from catching a dead animal, taking a dead animal. Yeah. It's like killing a goat and a pig. They are not the same. A punching. And you the goat has a neck. You can easily use a knife to cut. But the pig, the na. neck is connected to the body. Na. You don't even know where to hold to Ubo cut the neck. Uka. I tell you. <laughs> so God is happy with you that you have gone a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Tell somebody I'm going to do a little bit more. He was catching animals. Can you believe you see somebody is chasing some lizard? Lizard, hey, lizard, hey. That is catching a frog. Hey, hey. This was a preacher of righteousness. But he still needed to do 
a little bit more. Oh, I thought you were going to clap your hands. Another thing he did, he did a little bit more by getting food for the animals. Yeah. You see what I'm doing? It's like we have also built an ark here. And you have been brought in here. And by the word of God, which I'm also bringing to you, it's like I'm bringing food to you. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So when you also have your basenta and you call these small boys in your area and all these boys who are just misbehaving, they don't know what to do with their lives and you bring them and you open your Bible and you share the word of God with them and you are giving them the word of God. God is very happy with you because you are doing a little bit. Put your hands together for Jesus. But it's amazing. God always asks for a little bit more. He said, build the ark. Then after that, he said, find animals. Then after that, he said, give them food. Then after that, the fourth thing he did as I'm closing is that he went to live with them inside the ark. Wow. Wow. Put your hands together for Noah. Amen. It gets to a point where God will say, listen, you have done this, you have done that, you have done that. Now, I want you to move from your comfort zone. I want you to move from your house. I want you to move from your bedroom. I want you to move from the place where you are comfortable. And I want you to come and be with the people so that you can minister to them. I don't know whether I'm preaching to somebody this morning. Yeah. I gave my life to Christ many years ago. And I was winning souls for the Lord. But at the point, the Lord said, Listen, I want you to do a little bit more. I want you to become a shepherd. And then I moved on to become a shepherd. When I became a shepherd, He said, I want you to become a pastor. I did a little bit more. I became a pastor. When I became a pastor, he said, I want you to do a little bit more. I want you to become a reverend minister. I became a reverend minister. Hey, am I talking to somebody? He said to me, it's not enough. I want you to give your life fully to me. I want you to come full time in the ministry. I said, yes, sir. I am going to give my life full time. I resign from my work. I resign from whatever I was doing. I said, I don't care what it's going to cost me. I am going to serve the Lord with my whole life. And I came to serve God. Then he said, I want you to do a little bit more. I want you to become a bishop. Hey! Say yes, sir. Yes, sir. A bishop means more work. But a little bit more sacrifice. A little bit more sacrifice. When I became a bishop, he said it's good. Now I want you to move to the people and go and live with the people. Then he sent me to Lagos, Nigeria. And I went to Nigeria. 
and I was in Nigeria. I was with the people there. He said, You are damn well. But I want you to do a little bit more. I want you to go to Freetown, Sierra Leone. I said, Yes, sir. I am going to Freetown, Sierra Leone. And I went there. And I was there. And he said, I want you to do a little bit more. There are some people in Obuase. Uh, am I preaching to somebody? There are some people in Obuase. I want you to go to Obuase. I want you to go and join them. I want you to preach to them. I want you to live with them. I want you to stay with them. And I'm here in Obuase. I am here in Obuase. I am here in Obuase. May you do the bidding of the Lord. May you follow the call of God. And may you please God in the name of Jesus. Hey, I'm not out of word. I'm just out of time. We need to close. Stand to your feet and let's close. Put your hands together for Jesus. Oh, you can do it. You can do it better. You can do it better. Do a little more. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Do a little bit more. 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 May you be like Noah. Amen. I said, may you be like Noah. Yet he said Noah. May you do a little bit more. May you build something for God. I said, may you build something for God. May you go and look for souls for God. May you establish the souls. And may you live with the souls. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands to the Lord. May you
yourself to God. Commit yourself to God. Surrender yourself to the Lord. To do a little bit more. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hey. Today, I want you to lift up your hands and surrender yourself to the Lord. Pray that you do a little bit more. Open your mouth and pray. Oh God, I want to do a little bit more. I want to do a little bit more. I want to be like Noah, who did a little bit more. I want to be like Abel, who did a little bit more. I want to be like John, who did a little bit more. I want to be like Luke, who did a little bit more. Pray that you do a little bit more. That God will use you. That God will do great works with you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, la basha katabandaba. Rapandara basuta lalababa. Ikatololo mashakarabanda. Ipandololo mashikarabanda. Manderi akusa tabandabanda. Oh, Father Lord. Use me, O God. If you can use anything, Lord, use me, O God. If you can use anything, Lord, use me, O God. Over to me, you so be ready. Use me, O God. Our Jesus Christ, it is. Pray and talk to God. Ask the Lord. Tell the Lord. I want to do a little bit more. Just a little bit more. Just a little bit more. You'll be spared. You'll be spared. You'll be exempted. You'll be delivered from chains of darkness. God himself will deliver you you shall live and not die thank you lord we bless you lord we thank you oh god we give you glory in the name of jesus and right now as every head is bowed all eyes closed maybe somebody invited you to church today you could have even missed this one because service would have closed long ago but god brought you in just at the time to hear this and god is saying you need to surrender your heart to me you know deep down in your heart that you are not saved you are not born again if you should die now you are not going to heaven today you want to say pastor pray with me i want to surrender my life to jesus i want to be born again if you are here like that you want to surrender your life to jesus lift up your right hand and i'll pray with you lift up your right hand god bless you let it go up you want to surrender your life to jesus you want to be born again let it go up you are watching by facebook you want to give your life to jesus let it go up don't be shy let it go up above your head tomorrow Jesus will say he doesn't know you if you don't lift up your hand. Lift up your right hand. My sister, let it go up. God bless you. I see your hands at the back. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I believe the pastors and the teachers are with them. Yes. So we're going to pray. Still with your hand lifted, I want you to pray after me. Say Jesus. Jesus. Today. Today. 
let's all join them to pray say jesus jesus today today i thank you i thank you for dying on the cross for dying on the cross to save me from my sins save me from my sins please forgive me please forgive me all my sins all my sins come into my heart come into my heart make me a new person make me a new person please write my name please write my name in the lamb's book of life in the lamb's book of life from today from today i am yours i am yours and you are mine you are mine i will serve you yes, for I'll the rest of my days the rest of my days thank you jesus thank you jesus for saving me for saving me now let's pray in key Jesus we believe you have been exalted, edified, and comforted by the prophetic word. Call 0249-153-163. That's 0249-153-163. Now, to speak to Prophet Eddie Fabian. Prophet Fabian would love to hear from you today and to stand with you in prayer. Eddie Fabian is also on Facebook, so stay in touch. Until Prophet Eddie Fabian comes your way again, run with the prophetic word.